Dan, 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 dan. Dum, 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 dum. It's what a wacky week. The podcast. Episode 31. (laughs) Well, hey, happy Halloween week. Tim Hunter with you again for another Wacky Week podcast. Got a lot to get to and some appropriate items this week. We've got a werewolf song, some unsolved mysteries, no gypsies, but a psychic who told me we also have an interview with a guy about vampires. All that coming up, but first, a word from our sponsor. Afraid of catching the bug that's going around? Then you need the new Fluometer, a handy flu detection device that fits around your wrists and warns you whenever someone with a virus is nearby. John, what's that thing on your wrist? It's the size of a toaster. Uh-oh, this? Well, it's one of those new Fluometers. Uh-oh, I think you're starting to come down with a little something, so get away. Well, I have been feeling kind of woozy. <laughs> The incredible new Fluometer, just six ninety nine at a drugstore near you. How do you. Turn this darn thing off. Get your own Fluometer and avoid the thing. bug. Just six ninety nine. Feel sick. Reset instructions only two hundred forty nine dollars and sold separately. New from Murdoch Hunter and Alice Laboratories. This is the story about a man with a story he couldn't remember. In other words. What a Wacky Week, the podcast. Thanks for listening to Murdoch, Hunter, and Alice. If you're a longtime listener, you know we've talked to her before, uh, Fran Baskerville, the singing psychic. We've known her for a long time. She helped us uh, with Alice, uh, missing rug doctor a couple of years ago. Yeah, she was she yeah. was uncanny. Yeah, but that was with us. She's something all right. Now, uh-huh. now Fran, you're famous. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wireless Flash gave him a story about... Um, Let's see about uh, Robert uh, Blake not killing his wife and the little rascals coming to me in a dream. And everybody's picked it up. Uh, our on the road guy mentioned it. CBS is talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Now, uh, just a real quick background. You were walking on a rural road one day when a log truck went by, a piece of lumber came off and hit you in the head. When you woke up, you were psychic. However, That's right. however, you can only tell the future when you're singing. That's but, why yeah, you but, are but the like, singing psychic. That's right. But of course, I don't sing for the police when I'm working on a murder case or something. Or if I'm working on a big case, you know, I'm also. A private investigator. Now, Fran, how long ago did this dream come to you where the little rascals told you Robert Blake is innocent? Uh, right, pretty well after, right after he was arrested, and uh, the uh, I had called the wireless flash with the prediction. I worked on it about an hour, and they helped me with a word or two actually in it, and uh, that. So I guess it's been a week or two. So are you, if Whenever you were to testify... Right after he was arrested. If you were to testify in the trial, would you sing or would you do it just cold? Oh, voice? I'd have to talk, you know. Yeah. Well, can <laughs> I you might sing? hear a song in my head, but I wouldn't be able to sing it on the, you know, stand. Is there any chance you could sing a little of uh, what, you, what you've heard Certainly. from right now? Certainly. Don't let Bobby get drunk for something he ain't done. The little rascals are hollering to me. Oh, yeah, 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 from heaven above, oh, yeah. I just want to let you know what they say. It's been a setup. Slanky and alfalfa, froggy and porky and stymie and buckwheat. Hey, hey, the gang's almost all there. And 
they say? Robert Blake was set up by an angry friend that held a grudge for many a year. He's chubby, and he has a tattoo on his arm of a flamingo bird or something like that, so they say. In a dream, oh yeah. He didn't get a part, and Bobby did. Treasure of Sahara Madre, oh, oh yeah, hey, hey there. And he's been laying for him ever since. Oh, oh yeah, so don't let Bobby get strung up for something he didn't do up. Oh, oh yeah, hey, 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 hey. There you go. Well, I, you know, and I sense Darla. <laughs> I really did. Okay, so this is a jealous peer who didn't get the part in Treasure of Sierra Madre, who has That's a pink right. flamingo on his arm. That's right. Well, that shouldn't be too that hard to be, run down. Yeah. No, it shouldn't be. Friend Baskerville, you've done it again. Very nice. Well, thank you. What is it you do again? Thank you. Happy trails. You too. Murdoch, Hunter, and Alice. To be honest, I've never seen such dysfunction. Fun in the morning. Oh, behave. On Mix 92.5. I have not lied to the Congress or anyone else about my recollection of events. I find it hard to believe that Mr. Skilling was not aware that something was amiss, that this could not be legitimate. Ask Arthur Anderson if it was inappropriate. Uh, you, you understand why some people down at the bottom would be furious with all this? If it was inappropriate, we wouldn't have done it. Saw a bunch of suits testifying in Congress the other day. They were the wills of Enron. Things from last December, they say they don't remember. The werewolves of Enron. Ah, ooh, werewolves of Enron. Ah, ooh, hey. Ah, ooh, werewolves of Enron. Ah, ooh. Thought I'd retire in another ten years or so. Then along came the werewolves of Enron. I'm gonna retire in another 45 years or so Thanks to those werewolves of Enron she would have were suggesting that I would know someday. I mean, how would she know that? I find it hard to believe. I am not an accountant. I am absolutely stunned with that answer. Told everyone to buy while they sold their stocks off. Those wheels have been wrong. That Kenneth Lay made off with my 401k. And skilling made a killing.
subjects, but through the years, he's had a chance to thoroughly research one subject, and I suspect that makes him an expert on the vampire. The definition is an animated corpse that rises from its grave and is capable of going about and sucking the blood of the living in order to sustain itself. Now, I, I've got to go on record saying I don't believe in any supernatural vampires. On the other hand, there are people who do go around the... Uh, drinking blood because of a, 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 a psychotic or a neurotic or pathological aberration, and I've met some of them. That's right. Real people who, in order to continue living, must consume human blood. There was a group of people living primarily in Louisville, Kentucky, although my informant insisted that they lived all over the world, of individuals calling themselves sangroids who were uh, absolutely required, they required blood to, uh, in order to survive. And she said that they were just plain folks like you and me, except they have this dietary problem. And you can't always believe everything you hear, regardless where you hear it, right? Such was the case about this uh, story of this Kentucky clan, as Bernhard had his doubts about the source's credibility. One of the reasons I began to question her veracity was when she told me about her 706-year-old boyfriend who didn't have a reflection when he stood in front of the mirror. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway, right? Get it, did you? Mix 9250. Hello there, you three. It's the one of me. Robert Stack. Always good to hear from you, Bob. I know. And it's always good to be able to tell you about tonight's special episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, good. What's happening tonight? You mean in the show? Yes. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to have me explain Moulin Rouge Tuesdays at our house. (laughs) That movie really affected Mrs. Stack. (laughs) Anyway, on tonight's show, we'll hear about the man who Xeroxed a mirror and made himself an extra copy machine. Ooh. Uh, This show must get better. It better get better. (laughs) You'll also meet the man who replaced his headlights with strobe lights. Now it looks like he's the only one moving. You'll also meet the man with the world's largest collection of seashells, over 40 billion of them. 40 billion? Wow, where does he keep this collection? On beaches all over the world. <laughs> I see. And finally, we'll take you to a restaurant that serves breakfast any time. So we'll order pancakes during the Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, you never cease. To amaze you? No, to just cease. Well, I'll show you. But not until the next time on our next episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Next time, Unsolved Mysteries. 
You're right. I can't stop. Next time, unsolved mysteries. Okay, everybody. Next time, unsolved mysteries. Next time, screw it. Murdoch, Hunter, and Alice. Wow, as melon scratchers go, that's a honeydoodle. Fun in the morning. What are we gonna do? Well, we can't just stand here staring at our hands. Although, whoa. On Mix 92.5. And there you have it, this week's edition of the Wacky Week podcast. Here's hoping your weekend is full of more treats than tricks, uh, depending, of course, on your definition of the word tricks. That's it for me, Tim Hunter. Until next time, do me a favor and laugh a little, would you?